Dr. Janine. Welcome into the show. Q&A with myself, Dr. J9. And today we're talking all about Lyme disease and parasites. Yes, parasites. It's going to be a great hour. So welcome into the show. It's great to have you here. We have everybody chiming in. Hello, Sally. Hi, Carol. Great to hear from you. If you've got questions, save them. We're going to get to all your questions. And we have Mr. Norm Murray is here. Hello, Norm. Hi, Dr. Janine. I'm really excited to be here and learn about parasites and how we can avoid parasites. I know it's Lyme disease month, so we want to talk about that. Q&A questions with natural answers and we've got lots of those in this hour so if you have any questions by the way send them through to us but don't forget to also follow Dr. Janine on Instagram at Dr. Janine. Uh, pet supplements what are pet supplements? We'll find out a little bit later on. Plus, we've also got beauty tips and a great recipe on the way too, Dr. Jeannie. I'm really looking forward to this. Yes, yeah, so we are not going to forget about the pets. And Norm, like we said, we're going to be doing some facial exercises. So I hope you're up for it. Le facial exercises? Okay. If I can look 10 years younger, I'm ready for that. Absolutely. All right, you want to get started with Lyme disease then? It is Lyme disease month. Uh, National Lyme Disease Month, so a lot of people have questions about Lyme disease, and we read about it online. You know, there's some celebrities who may suffer from it or who have suffered from it in the past, uh, but we don't always necessarily know what it really is, and it's good to have you to break it down for us with natural answers as to what Lyme disease actually is, first of all. Yes, so you may have heard that Justin Bieber, Avril Lavigne have been diagnosed in the past with the Lyme disease and it's great to know that there are natural treatments. So, you know, people don't know what Lyme disease is. So do you know what it is, Norm? Have you heard about I this? I don't. I've heard the term my whole life and I've never really understood it. So Lyme disease is typically from a black-legged tick and it carries a bacteria called Borrelia burgdorferi and this can cause a whole host of symptoms. The first classic sim symptom that people would notice is called a bullseye rash and it's like a bullseye that's what it looks like it's red in the in the middle where you've been bitten by the tick and then it has a bit of a clear spot around that that initial red bite and then there's a red outer ring. Some of the other symptoms would be fever, headache, you could feel tired a lot and even have swollen lymph nodes, even numbness and tingling so it can affect the nerves as well and some people develop sore joints, even night sweats, even light sensitivity in the eyes and blurred vision. This isn't for everyone, about I think 13% or so will have some of the, the visual symptoms as well and some people even will have dizziness and cognitive dysfunction so it really can wreak havoc on the body and it's something that definitely needs to be treated and some of the conventional treatments is a bunch of antibiotics and you know myself being more on the natural side I like to give the natural solutions for treating this and certainly that's what we're going to be talking about in this hour. Wow, that's a lot, or it sounds like we're going to be covering a lot and answering a lot of questions even before we receive the questions, which we encourage from everybody watching, no matter where you are in the world right now on the internet, join us and ask Dr. Janine whatever you'd like about Lyme disease at least right now, parasites a little bit later on, and other things that are on the way in this hour, certainly. But is Lyme disease something that can be uh, prevented or avoided with certain lifestyle choices? How does that work? Well, absolutely. So number one, especially if you live in an area where you know that ticks are a problem, you know, whether you've experienced this with your pets, which of course we're going to talk about the pets as well, uh, is to cover yourself. So if you can, if you know that you're going to be going for a, a walk in the wilderness, is to cover your body, you know, with long sleeves and long pants and socks as best as you possibly can. Maybe wear a hat as well. And when we're talking about, okay, maybe you, you do get bitten by the tick, not all ticks certainly carry that bacteria that, that carries the Lyme disease, but we always want to keep our immune system healthy and ready to fight. And this is something that I talk a lot about is when our immune system is primed and it's ready to fight these things, then we don't have to worry as much as, you know, other people that 
aren't taking care of their immunity. And certainly there are different herbal medicines that help to kill off some of these bad bacteria like the Lyme and parasites. And they've been well studied Things like black walnut is one herbal medicine that's historically been used and successful for killing off parasites, but also bad bacteria, as well as oregano and wormwood. So Artemisia annua, so the specific wormwood, which is fantastic for killing off not only you know bad parasites, but also for some of these bad organisms like, like the Lyme bacteria. So they are very powerful. Are these things easy to find though? Oh, absolutely. And but you've always got to look for the proper strength and potency and it's something that, you know, when when you're taking any type of herbal medicine that you're doing it in the, in the strongest and most potent way. So usually standardized extracts is what you're looking for if you're going to supplement. One of the other things that I talk a lot about is the microbiome. So having that healthy gut ecology, making sure that you have enough of the good guys, the good probiotics, and these are things that you can get from the diet or from supplements, and making sure that we have that healthy microbiome, that means that you've got your army and you know your soldiers that are ready to fight in, in times when maybe you're inundated with one of these bad organisms. So that's really important as well. We're talking about Lyme disease with Dr. Janine right now. Parasites still to come though. We'll, we've got a whole segment on that. Beauty tips are on the way. We've got an inter interesting drink that we're going to be talking about which can apparently help in a lot of ways during the spring and summer months when bugs are around us most often. I don't get it, but Dr. Janine is going to tell us all about that. Uh, and then we also have some pet supplement, supplement information for you also. Remember when you're on Instagram, follow at Dr. Janine. And speaking of which, on social media other than right here, will you be addressing some of the issues such as uh, National Lyme Disease Month there? Oh, absolutely. So when you're following us, you always get our latest, you know, tips and things. We also ask that you are subscribing. So your email, we will be sending out some more detailed information. So the things that we talk about in the shows in full detail with some of the studies and the scientific knowledge. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, what, what I always endeavor to do is always looking at Mother Nature, absolutely, but also looking at the latest research. And it's the latest research that that often is proving what Mother Nature has told us and what we've known for centuries and sometimes even longer. But I put those things together and using the wisdom of Mother Nature plus my own knowledge as a doctor for years and years and having seen patients, you know, in the past and putting that all together and giving you, you know, Dr. Janine's perspective on things, which is often a little bit different from anything that you've ever heard before. So that's the beauty of tuning into the show. And we can't wait to hear from you as we have, you know, we've had, oh, hi, we have June. June is on in on Facebook here as well. So great to hear from you, June. And yes, we'll get to your question in just a moment. So let's, I talked about the microbiome norm and why it's so important about having the, enough of those healthy good guys in the gut, so your probiotics, fighting off the bad guys, so whether it's the parasites, whether it's the Lyme uh, bacteria, but detox is very important as well. So this is something that when we're talking about making sure that our internal organs are cleansed, so whether it's our liver, our kidneys, our blood, we want to always be doing preventative detox and there's some great herbal medicines that help us to do that. Well, when it comes to preventative detox, how long of an expenditure is this, or an investment, I should say, because some people may feel that just by hearing the term detox, it's going to be months of changing my diet and all sorts of things I'm not really going to like doing or tasting. Uh, what is detox in this particular case? Well, that's a great question, Norm. So yeah, when people hear detox or cleansings, the first instinct usually is like, oh my God, no, I don't want to do that. That's scary. I have to change my diet. It's going to be so restrictive. I'm going to be running to the washroom. And that's, that's if you're doing a proper detox using the proper herb and the herbal medicines in the right 
dosage and strength, then it shouldn't have those negative side effects, which are commonly experienced out there, don't get me wrong. So some of the herbs that are very gentle yet very regenerating to the body would be milk thistle, one of my favorites, which is really helpful for the liver, but for the kidneys as well. Not only cleansing, but also has to, in detoxing the liver and kidneys, but is actually regenerative. So we can actually grow healthy new liver and kidney cells. It is possible. And, and that's one herb that's, that's really popular and has known and has, has the scientific data behind it. Uh, to be able to do these things, which is incredible. One more thing I wanted to ask you before we get moving along. You mentioned a couple of the celebrities, Justin Bieber, Avril Lavigne, and, and there are more who have suffered from Lyme disease or are suffering from Lyme disease. Here in Lyme Disease Month, in the month of May, which is every year during the month of May, do you find that that kind of awareness is helpful because it opens our eyes to the education and the educational needs of Lyme disease? Oh, absolutely. So whenever, you know, we're, we hear about in social media and, and we, we see and we tend to spend a bit more time and effort, you know, doing our own research and, and looking into something like Lyme disease, absolutely. And, you know, there's a lot of information, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of information out there, not all of it's good <laughs> when you're doing your own research. And it's finding someone, you know, who's trusted and who has experience with dealing with these things to, to really know where to go and to, to work Yes, certainly on the more natural side, so you don't have to worry about some of those those negative side effects that can go along with conventional antibiotics and things. And I would never say not to do, you know, what your doctor has recommended for you, but certainly if you can help what you're doing and use some very powerful natural herbs to be able to do that and to protect yourself. So again, I always fall back on prevention. So if you've got a healthy immune system, you've got a healthy microbiome, you know, you do some regular detoxing when we were talking about the detoxification, other herbal medicines like bearberry, parsley, really important for the kidneys, for the lymphatic system. When you're doing this and getting back to your question, Norm, about how often do we do this? What's the time investment? I usually recommend that your detox at least four times a year. So at the time, at the change of the seasons, when your body is regularly, you know, being able to support doing that detox in nature, this is kind of what our bodies best support doing that detox around the change of season. That's usually what I recommend. So that's, you know, a great, a great thing to, if you've not yet detoxed or if you haven't done it in a while at the change of season now in spring and May, it's a great opportunity to give your body some of these helpful little tips and hints, you know, to be able to, we ask the, the liver to work a little bit more efficiently and to dump some of those toxins and the kidneys as well and, and cleaning up the bloodstream and the lymphatic system. Really important and goes a long way in terms of prevention of disease. So you never know if you're going to be bitten by a tick. I mean, you know, we like to get out there. I love to get out there and enjoy nature with the children, with the with our pets, with the dog. And, you know, I would hate to say, oh, no, I'm going to stay inside. I'm not going to enjoy nature because I might be bitten by a tick. That's just not, in my opinion, the, the right way to live. I think we've got to get out there, especially now in these crazy times when everybody's been inside and cooped up, that we've got to get out there and enjoy nature. Well, you can certainly put our mind at ease with the descriptions you're giving us. I hope everybody's enjoying watching Q&A, Q&A, Questions with Natural Answers with Dr. Janine. Watch for her on Instagram, at Dr. Janine. We're going to switch over to parasites for a moment, and later on, beauty tips. Apparently, my face is going to be doing a downward dog. I don't know what that means in yoga, but anyway, facial exercise is coming up, and more on the way for you. But first of all, parasites. It's more than just an Academy Award-winning movie. <laughs> what is an actual parasite? Let's break it down and, and tell everybody where we start from here. Well, yeah, great question, and people often they they run for the hills when they hear, hear the word parasite because they think oh my gosh what what can that be you know disgusting gross and yes there are intestinal parasites and i'm not going to say that they're the prettiest things on <laughs> the earth to look at but you know they're probably the most common and that you would experience symptoms of would be an intestinal parasite but there's all different types of parasites and parasites need not be just in the in the gastrointestinal tract they can also be in the blood they can be in the liver, they can be in the brain. And this is 
is something that we can get them from water, we can get them from salad, we can get them from eating at a restaurant. You don't need to travel to pick up these parasites. And this is a big misconception and a myth that, you know, you need to be on a, go to a remote place on the earth to be picking up these parasites. And it's not true. I mean, if, if you're living, eating, drinking, uh, breathing, you can be picking up parasites. And it's, it's something that, yes, you could have very overt symptoms that you would know, certainly with diarrhea and gastrointestinal types of uh, symptoms, but that's not always true. Sometimes you just have fatigue and you could just not have that you know energy that you're used to having and you may not even realize some people have parasites that you know we I've talked to um, people that have had parasites for 10 years without knowing it and yet you know there was a bit of an inkling of oh you know I didn't I was feeling a little bit off for a while and then sort of felt fatigued for 10 years after that well that the initial insult would could have been that parasite went into the body and they can live in you for years and years and years this is really refreshing information as you break it down in easy to understand terms which we appreciate. And I know that's going to be the theme in many ways going forward with more episodes of Q&A. Questions with natural answers with Dr. Janine. Um, as far as parasites or anything in this day and age, we often think, okay, what's a good natural remedy that can help me? Because I know natural remedies are good for everything. But in this case, Dr. Janine, isn't it true, natural remedies do not work necessarily with parasites? Well, that's a great question, and that's a huge misconception. So as much as what some people would like to have you believe in terms of how well natural supplements work, Certainly in my opinion, natural supplements, especially the herbal medicines that specifically target the parasites, some of which we mentioned earlier. So whether that's the oregano, cloves is another great example, or the artemisia. So the artemisia is a great one because um, there was actually a Chinese researcher and she won the Nobel Prize in 2015 for her work with malaria and using the extract from the Artemisia annua. So that this is, I mean, incredible. And that information is all there. These studies have been done and these fantastic results have been made and millions of lives were actually saved in different parts of the world because of her work. And this is something that, yeah, the herbs do work. And there is scientific data behind the herbal medicines that work. What our forefathers, you know, used and the medicine men used they work and somehow that's gotten lost over the years and that's what i'm endeavoring now is to bring all of this you know vital and these secret ancient remedies back to the forefront and to really share with everyone how you can heal naturally and don't underestimate the power of the herbal and the natural you know remedies that really have the ability to do these things and often without the negative side effects that are, you know, go along with conventional medicine. So that's that's the beauty, you know, in my opinion, and what, you know, this has been my life for over 20 years now in natural medicine, to be able to share this wonderful information with everyone. Isn't it true that some people are more prone to parasites than others, and why is that? Well, here, that's a fantastic question, Norm. Yes, and so this is something that you know, when we're looking at the mind-body-spirit connection, and this is something that I will be sharing in every episode of our shows here, is my own personal, you know, the Dr. J9 tip on the mind-body-spirit connection and how that's related to our topic. And in, in terms of parasites, just think about the, if you can think of, you know, parasitic people that have been in your life. So people that are more prone to parasites would potentially, and this is something that I wrote about in, in my second book, that there could be that mind-body-spirit connection to allowing for people to take advantage of you. So if you're more parasite-prone, people have chronic candida issues, which is a yeast. It's, it's like a parasite as well. Or chronic you know, bacterial inf infections in the body. Maybe it's urinary tract infections. Maybe it's parasitic infections. Maybe it's Lyme disease. That there is that mind-body-spirit connection of allowing others, so parasitic there are parasitic people out there. You can, if you think of it, maybe one's coming to mind right now <laughs> in your life um, or in the past that these parasitic people 
they sort of attach and, and the whole definition of a parasite is one that takes from you without giving back to you. So maybe you're thinking of someone right now. Mm. So a parasite is, is taking advantage of you. So just putting it out there, if you're prone to parasites or candida or yeast infections or any type of chronic infection because of these bad bugs, maybe it's Lyme disease, that really pay attention that people aren't taking advantage of you and that it's important to stand up for yourself. And I even share in my second book some positive affirmations that you can say to, to help to change that whole mind-body-spirit connection so that people, you know, they when they read your energy, they see your energy, they know that they cannot take advantage of you and you change your tone of voice and you, you change the way that you, that you are around people and you won't be taken advantage of. And lo and behold, some of these, you know, manifestations, whether it is parasites or it is Lyme, these bad bacteria, they, they will easily dissipate from your body. I just want to encourage everybody to watch for Dr. J9 on social media. Follow on Instagram at Dr. Janine, that's D-R-J-A-N-I-N-E. And I guess some people are wondering right now while they're watching or listening from anywhere in the world what the symptoms could be, again, because uh, you think to yourself, well, I've got that or I feel that, you know, what can we be looking for and what are not red flags? Yes, so probably across the board when we're talking about parasitic infections is that there may be a lack of energy. So where you once had great, I always say to people when I, when I have conversations about health, well, think back to when you were a kid, how much energy did you have? And if you're a healthy child, you know, I look at our own children and how they run around <laughs> and we have children at all different age groups, but how they run around and, you know, they don't think about intake of food. Yeah, they're hungry, they're hungry and they, they refuel, but the, lots of energy and from the get go, lots of energy and are able to sustain that energy. So think back to when, or maybe think back to a time when you were more healthy perhaps if you're watching and you're not doing well right now you know it could be parasites that are robbing you of your energy because parasites again they take from us so they take our food they take our iron so if you're even if you're eating your iron in your diet they take our iron they could be taking our b12 um, and these are common from a physiological standpoint common reasons why we lack in energy is because all of those energy vitamins and minerals are being taken away by the parasites so that's a great example but also the gi symptoms so that could be gas that could be bloating that could be um, you know irregular bowel movements, the IBS types of symptoms are so, so common that people are labeled sort of with having the IBS, but it's the parasites. And, and here's the thing uh, that people don't realize is with parasites, it's very underdiagnosed. So it's, it's often very downplayed unless you see an infectious disease specialist who's going to look for parasites. But it's often downplayed in terms of diagnostic tests that it's not found often in the testing. So usually on a stool sample, which is the sort of gold standard way that, that the doctors are looking for the parasites, if you go and you have some symptoms and they say, okay, we're going to check for parasites, usually the stool sample will show up to 30, maybe 50, and they're testing for 30 to 50 parasites when there's, I think, documented now worldwide over 3,000, probably even more now, different parasites that have been documented. So if you're only testing for 30 or so, then imagine all those other ones that are missed in the test. And this is very common and I've experienced this firsthand um, with my patients that depending on the type of test that's taken, that, you know, you, this, there's often a lot of false negatives. So that's, that's a big problem. It's very underdiagnosed and it's something that you know, I always used to say it's one thing to have the test and have it diagnosed, but even if, it, if it's not found on the test and you've got all the symptomatology and a lot of the things that I just mentioned, then it doesn't hurt to do the natural, you know, supplementation of the herbal medicines to really have a positive effect. Even if it's just from a preventative standpoint, it's not going to hurt you. If anything, it's going to rid your body of these parasites so that you can get back to feeling, you know, the healthier you that you can be. We're going to be segueing to pets and pet supplements. 
And I hope you're enjoying this episode of Q&A, Questions with Natural Answers with Dr. Janine Bowering. Dr. Janine is where you'll find her on Instagram. And right now we are socially distancing at this time during the COVID-19 pandemic. And the reason I bring that up is our pets, are they less likely to find themselves with ticks and fleas and parasites and such as we start talking about pets and supplementation in a moment, I just wanted to address that. Is there, or does it make a difference at all? Well, I think it all depends. It depends on our pet owners. So if you've still continued to get outside and take, you know, dogs certainly, they need, they need their walks. If you've been able to, to get outside and enjoy some of that, but I know in certain situations that people are even scared of going outside. And I've, I've said through all of this, get outside, you need the vitamin D, you need the fresh air. We need to intake that good fresh air into the lungs, which is so important. But, you know, there's been some scare as well around the pets and with the virus that, that, and what's happening out there. So um, it really is on, a, on an individual basis what's happening. But the, the great thing, again, from a preventative standpoint, is that we can enhance our pets' immune systems. And there are herbal medicines that are specifically helpful for pets that really do help to not only increase um, that protective mechanism so the immunity against the fleas and ticks which is so important but also when you when the pets are ingesting some of these things that it actually gives off an odor that the fleas and ticks don't like so when we're talking about flea and tick season, that's, that's important. So stay tuned because we're, what's coming up is a fantastic recipe that I'll share with you that we ingest as humans to help to repel the bugs. So the mosquitoes and the black flies, it's fantastic and you're gonna love it. So especially, you know, in this month, soon those mosquitoes are coming out. And if we can do something naturally that we're ingesting, you know, during the day to help to repel them, we're gonna, we're gonna share that with you in just a few moments. Sounds like a great idea. And by the way, you can leave your email address to sign up for the newsletter to get some regular updates from Dr. Janine and the whole gang here with Dr. J9. Uh, speaking of pets, what are some of the myths around supplementation in a pet's diet? Because typically as a pet owner, as I've been my whole life, we think, well, I trust that name brand of dog food or cat food or whatever it happens to be. Isn't that enough? Well, this is a big misconception because yes, our pets need supplements too. And that, you know, is so important and dear to my heart. We have a yellow lab, uh, Jasper, and we've always supplemented him. So whether it is to protect and prevention for eye health, when we talk about detoxification, super important for pets as well, that we're keeping their organs healthy. I mean, pets, if, you th if I look at Jasper, he gets into everything. <laughs> he'll ingest anything. Dogs, dogs don't have that filter. Cats are more finicky, um, but they've been known to get into some of the wrong, you know, things that are around the house as well. So you have to be really careful. And again, preventative um, and being proactive with keeping their organs. So there are, you know, ways to detoxify the pets as well. Keeping the healthy microbiome in our pets is important and making sure that they're taking the right probiotics. So absolutely, we can't forget about our pets. But maybe we can now share this fantastic recipe. Are you ready for it? I'm going to do a great demo here, Norm, and show you how we're going to make our natural insect repellent. I love it. If it involves eating or drinking, count me in for sure. Okay. So it's a natural drink that helps to repel mosquitoes and bugs off of me in the spring and summertime and such. I, I don't even understand that the idea behind this. Yes, absolutely. So, so this is something that you're going to be drinking and it, what it does because the, the mosquitoes and the black flies and all of those bugs, they don't like the odor that your skin, so it's not detectable to you, but the odor that now your skin is going to give off from the citrus and, and the apple cider vinegar that's in, in the recipe which I'm going to share, they the bugs don't like that odor so again you're not going to smell like anything that you're that you are ingesting as a human you're not going to smell it but the bugs don't like that smell so now your skin is naturally acting like a, a natural insect repellent so it's not like i'm eating garlic no <laughs> right and, <laughs> there's no and garlic everybody knows you had a caesar salad for lunch no there's no garlic in the recipe so what exactly is in the recipe and how do we make it Okay, let's go to that now.
And Dr. Janine, you're already at the table, already to cook something up, this drink you're talking about. Uh, and we encourage everybody to continue asking questions online. Thank you for doing that. And we'll take a few of them and ask Dr. Janine in just a moment, actually. So, but first of all, what have you got in all those beakers and glasses and stuff on the table? Yeah, so this is our natural insect repellent remedy. So this is something that we're going to be drinking all spring and summer long to repel off those nasty pests. And we have some lemon juice. We also have some honey and some apple cider vinegar and some sparkling water. We're going to mix this all up and I'm going to give you exactly the amounts of each of these. So this is the, our Dr. Janine's sparkling mozhito. Do you get it? Mozhito. <laughs> Got it. I like that one. Don't I know you, you came it? up with that one too. Thank you. Well, yes, this is it's ingenious. And you can do this if, so a traditional mojito we know, of course, has lime. So you could do it with lime juice, but I'm using some lemon juice. So I'm using two tablespoons of lemon juice. I'm going to mix that into my glass. About a tablespoon of honey just to sweeten it up just a little bit. And we're going to let that go in there. I'm going to mix that up. And we've got some apple cider vinegar. And the apple cider vinegar is a great way. So you could do one tablespoon. If you've never had apple cider vinegar before, you may want to go a little bit less. You can start with a teaspoon. And we're going to add our sparkling water. So this is a fantastic way. If you've ever had, Norm, have you ever had kombucha before? No, I haven't. What is that? You haven't. So that's another fermented drink, which is great for your, we talked a lot about the microbiome today. So having that yeah. healthy gut flora. The bad guys in my gut you're talking about, yeah. The bad guys, yeah. So what the kombucha, what naturally fermented foods do, and the apple cider vinegars, they help to make sure that we have enough of the good guys, the probiotics in the gut. And that's something that definitely that we want. So I'm going to stir this up. I don't want to stir it too much because I really like the fizz. We know that if you stir a lot, you're going to lose your fizz. But this is such a great treat. So next time we see each other live, you'll be sure to be trying this, but it's so delish. I can't wait. The Dr. J9 Sparkling Mojito, which mojito. kind of sounds so like mosquito. Mm. I get it. Okay. So helping yeah. to repel. Uh, mosquitoes and other bugs and such, really this is amazing to me that it's something you can actually enjoy that tastes good, yet has this effect without repelling people. I mean, is this going to hurt my dating life or what? <laughs> it's not. You'll be <laughs> fine. Nothing can revive that, but anyways, never mind. <laughs> All right, now that sounds really delicious. I can't wait to try that, but it also makes me think, Dr. Janine, about some of the, and I've done this with my own kids, some of the sprays and lotions and such that we put on our kids and ourselves to try and repel insects and mosquitoes and black flies and such, uh, they can be not good for us, I would imagine, correct? Well, yes, and if it's some of the conventional sprays that, yes, are very popular, um, but can be quite toxic, and whether it's toxic for the brain, for the skin, for the liver, all our internal organs, if you think about it, anything that you spray on the skin is absorbed into the body. So we have to be, you know, really careful about what we're putting on, especially topically. So now with the drink, you know, with the ability to have that natural insect repellent um, giving off those, let's say, fumes that the, <laughs> that the bugs don't like, is a great way to be able to do that without any negative side effects, certainly all natural ingredients that you can give to the children as well, which is fantastic. Well, I hope you put that recipe online on Instagram, at Dr. Janine for everybody also. Thanks so much to everybody sending your questions in. I've got a few of them in front of me now. Are you ready for this, Dr. Janine? Yes, please. Fire away. Okay. Uh, going back to the parasite talk that we had, and you were so great at breaking down what a parasite even is, how we can avoid parasites and such. But uh, uh, Naomi from Australia is watching. And first of all, hello to everybody down under, and thank hello. you very much for watching Q&A. Naomi wants to know, how do we know if we need a parasite cleanse? Ah, great question. So 
What I like to say is that it's really good to do this, much like when we were talking about detoxification, that we do it at the change of each season. We think about this not just to treat, you know, if we've got parasites and we have a problem, but think about it from the preventative standpoint, really important to be able to do this four times a year. So at the change of each season, we're going to be doing Ideally, the detox, but also with the parasite cleansing as well and using the herbal medicines to really have that preventative effect, cleaning up the blood. If there are by chance any parasites, you know, it's a great way to do it four times a year. Thank you for that question, Ruby. Actually, we have a couple of questions along the similar same question line. Uh, Ruby is also watching us. Hello, Ruby. She said, will we see anything in the toilet? How will we know it's working when it comes to parasite cleaning, cleansing? Well, thank you, Ruby, for putting your, that question out there because I know everybody else is thinking it, but not asking. So, Ruby, you've got some gumption. I love that. Um, so, not necessarily. A lot of parasites are quite microscopic. The eggs as well, I hate to say it, are, are very, very small. Yet, there are some parasites that are a few millimeters in length, and they can be longer than that, um, that if you choose to look in the toilet, you may see something and don't be alarmed. I always said it's better in the toilet and out of your body than living inside you. <laughs> so great question, but you don't have to look. <laughs> great one, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and I think she's right, Ruby's right. Uh, she does have gumption for asking, but she's correct in assuming a lot of us probably wanted to know the answer to that one. Uh, <laughs> yes. Nancy, also thank you for watching and for sending in your question, which we invite from everybody tuning in right now from wherever you are. Uh, Nancy said, how, how often should I do a parasite cleanse? So parasite cleansing, you know, certainly if you've got the symptoms, you're going to want to do it right away and you're going to do this for at least two to three months. So when you start taking the parasite cleanse and, and those, those herbal medicines to get rid of the culprit and whatever that problem is. So whether it is the Lyme, that could be, you know, the bacterial infection from the Lyme, but it could be the parasitic, it could be Candida. I usually recommend that you're doing this for about three months is, is sort of the good rule of thumb to get things cleared out and then you're gonna do this seasoning. So at the change of each season. You're watching Q&A with Dr. Janine, Dr. J9, and Q&A stands for, in this case, questions with natural answers. Uh, George wrote in, hello George, he said, uh, me and my wife Melinda would like to know this, the answer to this question. Will taking the herbs interfere with medications? So, in the most part, so most cases, there's not going to be a, a contraindication. So sometimes there is, you know, a caution that certain medications you wouldn't want to take at the exact same time as the herbal medicines, but we always ask that you're checking with your doctor. You can check with your, you know, whoever has prescribed certainly your medications. Sometimes they're not going to know the answer, to be honest. So, you know, to reach out to experts to be able to answer those questions for you is always a great thing. And if you've got questions floating in, certainly if you're not getting us live today right now, and you've got certain questions about medications and things, you can can always reach us and our experts will will help you I've got a team it's not just me dr. J9 we have a team of experts that help to answer your questions as well and uh, there's no such thing as a bad question I always say so if you've got you know and we hear the most and over the years I've heard the most <laughs> bizarre obscure questions about things that people have really struggled with their health and they haven't been able to find the solution but I usually, you know, I make it my point, it's my mission. I go on a mission and I search and if you missed the, the top of the show when we talked about, you know, where I'm coming from is that I look back at, at Mother Nature and what our forefathers, what the medicine men did, what the ancient secrets that um, are often hidden and they've been hidden from us about how to heal and how to do things naturally. And I, I look and I dig and I find, I go to all different parts of the world to get this information and using the old texts and the things that have been lost, I find this information and I've made it my mission to be able to do that. And then I put that together with the science. So what's happening now and the latest research and what the scientists have been researching and putting all their, you know, 
hours and hours of research in the labs um, and looking at the natural substances and their, their effects on it, positive and negative on the human body and putting that all together. I mean, Mother Nature has so much wisdom and things that we've known about or have heard about or have been lost, as I said, we can put that information together with the latest research and, and that's my job and that's what the information that I'm sharing with you here on the program, which I'm so excited to be here. It's been a long time coming. So great to be in front of you and, and fielding all of your fantastic questions. I absolutely love it. So, you know, that's the long answer to the question. Yeah. Yes, if you've got those questions certainly about certain medications or you're suffering through certain things with your own health or a friend's health and you're just not sure where to go, we love to hear your questions and we'll always endeavor um, to get to the bottom of whatever could be plaguing you. And this is really common when we talk about parasites and I've seen it time and time again, certainly when I was you know, practicing years ago in seeing my patients as a naturopathic doctor in my clinical setting and in, in the practice, and people that would have a bunch of symptoms and you know had been to a specialist after specialist and weren't getting any answers had a bunch of medical tests done nothing was found or they would found find something you know treat for that and still you know being symptomatic and having a lot of of the symptoms of you know whether it's the gi symptoms which are so common you know, and I was the one who kind of put things together, did my due diligence, did all my digging and looking at the research and, and putting things together. And lo and behold, you know, going on some of these powerful herbal medicines for parasites as an anti-parasitic, and it was like a miracle. And it's not just one person. I mean, I, I used to see a lot of patients. And to be able to, to see such a turnaround in health, I mean, I actually life-saving turnarounds in health with using these powerful medicines from nature. I mean, it, it really is quite remarkable. So now that's why I'm here and I'm sharing this information with you. It shouldn't be privy just to myself. Yeah, I want everybody to be able to experience good health. And if parasites is the problem, then certainly there's, there's certainly a natural way to, to find that solution. Great question, and thank you to everybody sending questions in. When you mentioned that this is the long version uh, answer, I like that though. That's kind of why we're here in a way, because you can really get more in depth instead of just giving sort of bullet points or point form answers where it can get lost and sometimes misinterpreted. Here, you're able to explain it as you're doing breaking it down in easy to understand terms for all of us to understand and we really, really appreciate that and that's what we'll be doing here every week on Q&A. Uh, one more question that we have time for, although there are many, many more on the side and we'll address those either online or in future shows, certainly. Uh, Audrey was kind enough to send in this question. She said, I'm 86 years old. Do the herbs cause a laxative effect? Ah, <laughs> great question. So certainly taking the right herbs in the right dosage is what you're going to want to do, absolutely. But when you're doing it properly, then it's gonna be very gentle on your system, yet very harsh on the bugs. So on the parasites, the candida, maybe the lime, you know, and that's, that's the, you know, the beauty of knowing what to take in the right amounts is, is really important. So that's a great question, Audrey, thank you. You know, it's so great and I have so many questions here as well that we weren't able to get to in this hour, but certainly we would, you know, love to answer your questions. We're going to be live every Monday night here for the show, so make sure that you're tuning in and you can even get your questions in early. So if you'd, you know, like to do that, you can certainly message us on social media, you know, at Dr. Janine and we will field those questions and be able to make sure that we answer everybody's questions. And certainly if, you know, Norm, I know that a lot of people will want to know some of the more in-depth information that we shared in this hour we only have an hour I, I could talk for people who know me <laughs> when I start talking health you know that I could talk for hours and hours and hours just on one little topic so the same is true here so we can't get it all in in the hour but if you want more information we'd love to have your email address so that we can send out so we will be sending out in a short amount of time we're going to be sending out a great newsletter with more in-depth information and some of those secrets that I was talking about that's going to go out in that newsletter 
newsletter. So make sure that you send in your email address. Well, I wanted to ask you about that. In a moment, we've also got a beauty tip for everybody involving facial exercises, which I will find, I think, fascinating, and I'm sure everybody watching will. But going back to the newsletter just for a moment, you're right, everybody can leave their email address for free and we'll send the newsletter out, you'll send the newsletter out to everybody. What exactly is in the newsletter? What can we expect? So we're going to, of course, we're going to tailor it to the topic that we talked about in the show. So we'll be talking about Lyme disease, we'll be talking about parasites, sharing some of the research and the studies that have gone into the specific herbal medicines that I mentioned, why it's important to have a healthy microbiome, why it's important to make sure that you detox regularly. And so, yeah, you'll get some, some tips that certainly we didn't have enough time to, to delve into in this hour. Okay, I am ready to look younger, magically, right here on television. <laughs> Is that what's going to happen when we do facial exercises? What are we talking about in this beauty tip? Yeah, so that's the great thing about facial yoga is that just like the muscles in your body that if you're training, you're doing exercise, you help to tonify the muscles, but we have muscles in the face as well. And I love facial yoga exercises to keep, you know, the youthful look, certainly as I'm aging. Um, and we all are aging, so that's just the truth, but we don't have to age in a negative way. We can actually even age in reverse. And a lot of people that have followed me over the years whether you know you've seen some of these on, on YouTube you've seen some of these facial exercises you know and and you've commented there that you love the results and as little as a couple of days you start to notice that lifting effect with the facial exercises so are you ready Norm? I think I'm ready for the Benjamin Bratt secret here uh, <laughs> the movie of course where Brad Pitt aged in reverse anyways yes I'm ready okay here we go this is called the puffer fish the puffer fish. Okay, great. You know great. where we're Sounds... going with this. <laughs> you can just imagine, I'm sure. So the puffer fish, I'm going to try to do this without laughing, Norm. Yeah. Good <laughs> because luck. it's going to be fun. And what you're going to do is you're going to puff up your cheeks and essentially what you're doing is you're pushing the air from inside your mouth out into your cheeks and it's going to help to strengthen these muscles in the cheeks, helping to have a lifting effect on the jaw but also for a lot of people that get the lines here and these can be i talk about this in my second book about the lines that we get on the face can be related to one of our internal organs and so it's important to know that from the inside out you can puff out these fine lines and you can diminish the look of those lines on the face are you ready mm. <laughs> you're doing it already <laughs> Now you have to breathe at some point, Norm. Okay, so let's actually do the exercise. So we're gonna puff yeah, up both okay. cheeks at once. Yeah. And then we're gonna let it go. Because the idea here is just like doing reps with a muscle, we're gonna puff up, let it go, puff yeah. up, let it go. We're gonna do 10 reps. Oh, Are we ready? Okay. Yeah. Three, two, one. I hope you love the sound effects. How was that? That was great. As long as you can do it with a straight face, like you said, throughout I the I almost whole... lost it at seven, I think, seven <laughs> or eight. I almost lost it, but I kept it together. But you know what, though? I can feel it in my cheeks. What you? am I feeling there? Yes, and what you'll notice is that you've increased your blood supply now to the cheeks and you'll notice that you get a little bit red and you can feel just like if you were working out at the gym, you can feel that you've actually worked out those muscles. Okay, now we're gonna do round two and we're gonna do side to side. So we're gonna do one side. You mean puff the one side, side, then puff the other? We're gonna puff one, then okay. the other. So when you're looking at me on the screen, it's gonna be the reverse. So this is gonna be your left, right? Am I right? Yeah. Right, okay, here I we mean go. left. Okay, so do this side first. Okay, this side. It's, oh, this no, side. That side. So okay. for people watching, you're going to do the opposite side. It's our right, it's your left if you're watching. Ready? Three, two, one. <laughs> okay, that was oh. awesome. That was easy to do. It's not hard. That's the great thing. It's not hard. And yet 
you can feel it. Yeah, and imagine really if you it. do this day after day. I know. I feel like my face is on roids. <laughs> all pumped up. <laughs> that feels really good. It is. It's fantastic. So that's so. Those are the two exercises, main ones, then. Yes. Okay. So those you're gonna do. So what I I didn't know if there's more. That's why I was waiting. I didn't know what else. Oh, sorry. With the face. Well, for today, I know we're running short on time. So for day, today, that's what we'll share. But we'll, for sure, I mean, if you've, I've got a ton of facial exercises. So in our future episodes, of course, we will help to, to get you on board with your facial exercises. So until next time, I want you and everybody watching, I want you to be doing your puffer fish. And how many do you do? Well, I usually recommend that you're doing... Uh, both cheeks at once that you're doing 20 repetitions so you know we went up to 10 and I we were already feeling it so 20 repetitions you can do that once a day if you're I've done this when I'm driving Norm this is hilarious because people <laughs> and they course, don't pull you especially, over especially at a stoplight people <laughs> look over and they're like oh what is this woman doing I don't care <laughs> It's 911, there's that doctor again. Is What's she on this time? What's going on? Some Dr. Of those natural yeah. <laughs> That's okay. I don't mind. <laughs> so really great for, you know, getting that, that circulation going. And so 20 reps, if you can get up to, now at the beginning, when your muscles are, have lost some tone, you may not get up to the 20 reps. You might be tired at 10. So work with your own body, but ideally 20 reps. And if you do that two to three times a day, um, of double of both at the same time and then you can do the alternating you know go back and forth 20 times so um, that's what I would recommend and I, I can't wait to hear from our viewers how this is working for you and send your before and after pictures I mean it's it really is remarkable how this can really just lift and illuminate and and really help to lift you know the look of, of that and the youth in your face putting cosmetic surgeons out of business well yeah <laughs> maybe right <laughs> Wow, that's really exciting though, and it does feel good. It truly does. In fact, it makes me want to smile more. I don't know if that makes sense, but... It, oh yeah, and I think we all need a little bit more of that these days. Wouldn't yeah. you agree? No question about it. Are you ready to wrap up, wrap up the hour then for now? Sounds Isn't that the beauty good. of doing this with Q&A? We can say, let's wrap it up. Oh no, wait a minute, I want to make one more point, and then we can wrap it up. You know, we have that kind of freedom for everybody watching. Yes, it's been a great hour, Norm. Thanks for joining me. Can't wait to do it again next week. And, you know, thanks to everyone who sent in your questions and your comments. We even had that call from, from Australia. Fantastic. Love to hear from you. And, you know, that's, that's the beauty of being here on social media and being, being out there and being in your home um, and being able to share this wonderful information with all of you. So thank you. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for watching Q&A, Questions with Natural Answers. Dr. J9, Dr. Janine. Follow her on Instagram at Dr. Janine, and we will see you next time. I'm Norm Murray. Bye for now. Thanks. Bye.